workshop. Joke workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! <laughs> Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and beyond's underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere five dollars every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because five dollars, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere five dollars is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So then all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse, or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. (laughs) I was just leaving the theater. Convertible. 1969 gold Cadillac with the white interior. I drove it up here. And I started to do some thinking. Around in it on the freeway, and I'm having a really, really good time. Flat black glass. Smoking big spliffs and cruising that Cadillac on the freeway. Good feeling. I'll tell you. Can I see? SF Visual and Auditory Mind Control brings you the best, coolest t-shirt and hoodie designs and mind-bending local bands and shows at venues all over San Francisco and the Bay Area. Subliminal SF is here to destroy your sense of normalcy and plant ideas in your skull to make you cooler and a more awesome person. Check out all the badass products at Subliminal SF dot myshopify.com that's subliminal sf dot myshopify.com and experience subliminal sf
The Ministry of Lava manages our national lava resources to ensure that we will always have a steady supply of lava to operate the nation's active volcanoes, which in turn power our cities and methamphetamine labs. As a matter of national security, we need to reduce our dependence on foreign lava, which means an expansion of domestic lava drilling. As your chancellor, I will build lava wells all over the country, as well as secure access to more lava fields by invading Hawaii. Imagine orange gold spurting out from school playgrounds on the Great Plains and illuminating the Nebraska sky like fireworks on the 4th of July. Magma oozing over the rolling hills of Kentucky. Volcanic ash settling gently over homes in New England like fresh gray snow. If you want global lava markets to continue to be dominated by terriblest regimes like Iceland, Chile, and the Philippines, vote for my opponent, who sits in their back pocket as comfortably as Pahoehoe on the slopes of Kilauea. If you want the United States to stay competitive in the era of peak lava and beyond, then take a chance on the Chancellor. Some call me Sam Altcast or whatever. It's just Latoya and I hanging out. Yes, we are talking about time. We are talking about uh, irritable Wednesdays. Irritable um, Wednesday. We're basically the subject of the today is just peep takers. Takers. It's, it's, our subject is about takers in all walks of life, in our life, and what have you. You know. You know who they are. <laughs> you ever got the feeling you've been cheated? Yeah. Um, yes. Well, it's like the person that, and, and I, I can actually recognize some of my own takerish behaviors in that um, I didn't buy cigarettes for years. I mean, I've been smoking for a long ass time. Um, but when I was dating Jonathan, I just stopped buying cigarettes because I smoked all of his. And that had to become annoying at some point, I would think. Because it actually become, has become, now that he and I are no longer together, I buy my own cigarettes like a motherfucking adult and uh which is and it's terrible and i shouldn't smoke and i should save money and not smoke but i really enjoy smoking so (laughs) so don't judge so yeah so don't judge me but i have some friends that constantly ask me for cigarettes and i just kind of talk it up to the part of like whatever that's what it is and they give me rides sometimes and i try to make it sort of equitable with the i mean and that's a that's called bartering well, bartering, but I mean, and I try to say no small debts among friends, but when people are truly friends and they really are like, you give a little, you take a little, it always works out. It I, always works out. Yeah. That's how most of my, like, you know, the, I'm glad that I have healthy relationships, you know, though I may have like moments where, you know, shit is like awry a little bit. <clears throat> I've gotten some of those toxic people out of my life. Yeah. The, the people that take advantage and take things for granted. <clears throat> And, you know, I know I've been guilty, you know, of being selfish. Um, I've been called selfish before, and I can see that. That is sometimes one of my flaws. I I know, because uh, I'm the only child. I have only child syndrome. Mm. Still not an excuse, but it's a work in progress. Yeah. At least I know I recognize that, sure. and I'm trying to make better for it. But there are these takers who just either they don't care or they just don't realize it that they are, or they just weren't fucking raised right. They were raised wrong. <laughs> well, it's the same idea that people have. I mean, it's this, it's this equanimity, this equitability kind of. When you're friends with somebody, a lot of times you're friends because there's, 
there's an equal exchange of energy that you're giving something and they're giving something and you both feel fulfilled mm -hmm. by these, this, ex this particular exchange of energy. But there are people in your lives where that, and that's when things become unbalanced. And when you're looking at it from a therapy point of view or whatever, it's recognizing and not that you want to like meticulously break down every part of what you're giving in this relationship and what they're giving you. But sometimes when you do break it down, you can see like, wow, they've never bought me weed, but in this past year have smoked or that it's, or, but then you go, what, but wait, but they drive, they drive me around. Right. Right. But, but wait, oh, but the, that was that time they took me out to dinner and they pay. So then all of a sudden you start looking at it and you're like, woof, maybe I'm the selfish one. Right. But yes. When you, when you Look at the the actual parts of the relationship. The pros and the cons part, I guess. Right. Is and that, if you yeah. and if you not that you're trying to monetize your relationship, but if you look at, at at it like a scales and you scale it back and forth or like a bartering, but but that it's this psychic energy that you're bar you're you know, weighing with one another. Right. And you know, my friends recently have gotten mad at me because uh I, I, you know, sometimes we, we, I'll pay for the check or my friends pay for the check. <clears throat> and, but I, though, you know, I am still on the hunt for employment, I still will buy my friends fr uh, food and pay for dinner. And they're like, why'd you do that? You know, you're not working right now. Right. And, and it'll piss them off because like, well, no, I was trying to do this for you. You didn't have to do that. And I'm like, I'm sorry, because I feel like I haven't been able to contribute since I, you know, right. due to the fact of unemployed, uh, my, you know, be, me being unemployed. Right. So I also, I still am trying to keep up with the Joneses in some way, you know, but I, cause I don't want them to think that, oh, here comes this broke bitch now. Right, right, right. Or <laughs> even when I've always been the broke bitch, but when I used to work at vendors, there was a different economy there too. I could make special things for people. I could go off menu. I could, I mean, I worked in the goddamn kitchen. So I, I had a lot of freedom there and how I interacted with people. And so that's why I always, and I, I keep using this monetary thing, but I like to try to keep my stock high. Right. There like we go. I want, I, I always, I kind of like things to be a little imbalanced in my favor that I'm it giving is. a little bit more because then that's sort of the forgiveness factor that I get for, I don't know, feeling like I'm not good enough <laughs> or that I'm, it's like, I've got to give a lot more because it'll make me more likable. And it's, and then maybe it's a Libra trait. I'm talking about scales too, which is so funny that, <laughs> that, that is true. Oh my gosh. And it's that it's a Libra <laughs> month and Libras are actually in retrograde right now uh -huh. with the with the mercury until the 17th which is crazy but i think that I, I read a meme and i thought it was funny and it was the book of libra help me help you to like me more <laughs> and but i feel that way a lot where i'm you know i'm always making pot food i'm always trying to give people something and i don't often get an exchange for it a direct exchange Mm -hmm. sometimes I get a psychic exchange sometimes I get a ride later sometimes I get I don't feel guilty about asking for cigarettes maybe or somehow when I give people gifts it stacks me up so that I can have some leeway maybe, yeah and unkind it's, behaviors potentially or yeah. selfish behaviors right I mean let's just let's let's just keep it real here you know it's the leeway for me like you know I, I'm gonna try to go for the gold here <laughs> 
and try to be one of the best fucking friends you've ever had in your fucking life. Yeah. And yeah. and you know, be there when you're down. Like for example, uh, my friend had the Irish flu the other day, oh, and yeah. so she, yeah. I went, I she she didn't have any soda water or Pedialyte. I took my ass to Walgreens oh. and then walked up a hill to her house and delivered it to her. Oh, that's you a know, good friend. Because and and I didn't think of anything selfish behind it at that point. I was just like, you know what? She probably do the same for me. She checks on me if I, you know, and so. I'm I'm willing to walk up that hill, mm-hmm. literally, drip to like drop. deliver that. You don't you have know? to actually get the Pedialyte. You can get the Drip Drop, which is Walgreens' um, brand, and it's oh, it's sure. a, it's a little packet, and you put it in the water, oh. and so you can make it really, you can make it um, more or less flavorful, and it's a little effervescent, but it's all that Pedialyte stuff, but oh, it's sweet. for adults, and and it's cheaper too, and it's called Drip Drop. Thank you. Yeah, oh. the lemon flavor is really good. The more you know. But it's really good if you're if you have the whiskey flu. That I, <laughs> so and I recommend that first, if you have the whiskey flu, you drink a big big glass of water because you're gonna vomit it anyway. <laughs> but don't take the drip drop or the Pedialyte until after you've done your first water vomit. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people might think that oh god, you're gross and you're an alcoholic. But it I happens. It, it's just that. And it's not my alcoholism. It's it's more my anorexia is that if I don't eat – like yesterday, the reason I got super wasted yesterday is I didn't eat. That, that always causes it. It always causes it. And then I, I didn't even drink that much. I had I, – I drank pretty consistently. I had a beer. I had a beer with the – I had a beer and a half at the first – at the Liverpool game. And then I came here to work and I got myself a 9%, the tall – Oh, shit. Uh, I got one of those hazy – Big hazy. Oh, IPA. the hazy IPA. Right. So I got that, and then I took sure. a bus to <laughs> OMG, and then I had two beers at OMG. But that was it. So honestly, I only had like four and a half beers yesterday. But because I didn't eat anything, Womp. I got Womp. I got pretty ripped. And I didn't throw up or anything this morning. Just that's why I drunk texted and drunk dialed. Is that I was feeling like together and wasted and awake. <laughs> And um, off four beers, which is but, crazy. But you know the thing is, I, at this point, if if you texted or ca- accidentally called that someone, um, fuck them. Yeah, I know. It's, I'm just humiliated, embarrassed about my whatever he listened yeah. to. Because the answer, the answer email or the answer text was that was not a normal text. Or that was not a normal voicemail. And then something else. I didn't listen. I didn't well, read the rest of y- it. You're not a normal gentleman. <laughs> Actually, you're not a gentleman. I'm not a normal person. And what the fuck is normal anyway? I know. I don't know what these. There's too many fucking. I don't even want to say weirdos because to me, I'm a weirdo. I, normal I'm people scare me. <laughs> I think that I terrify people. I think that that's really what. I think I need to learn how to not be so terrifying. How do you terrify what? I don't know, because I'm always... Is it called passion? Well, I've always been kind of over the top, you know? Like, I, you know, I'm I'm highly competitive. You're a thespian. Very, yeah, I like to perform, and I'm highly competitive, and I like to bake, and and baking, I think, are the best gifts, and people love to eat food, and, uh, but it's, I know I'm a super weirdo, and I just, I just want to be loved. But the, and it's so hard. I mean, I I guess people want to. I, I just don't know how to have sex with people and not care. Oh, you're better than me. That's that's another dumb for me well, because no, I, I I I. <laughs> no. 
I just don't I just don't see the point in having sex with people unless it's it's just not even it doesn't seem to be any fun unless I actually like them. It just seems like ugh, I don't know. To me, it, I, I'm not gonna lie. It used to be a sport, so. Uh, I just, I mean, I guess I just don't. But not everyone feels that way, so that's, I mean, but but it is. And looking back now, it is taking apart a piece of your soul. I mean, away. I just don't understand. Like it, I mean, I'd like to understand it being a sport. I'd like it to be fun it's, and competitive. It's, it's and... not. It's not. That's not a positive sex life. Oh. <laughs> when I say that, I mean, well, let not. Po- let me not say that. Uh, I learned from it. Some of it was fun. Some of it was depressing. Some of it, I got my feelings hurt mm-hmm. um, because takers, this goes, this all, you know, I will allow people to like, sometimes when I was not feeling my highest, you know, I will allow people to take, mm-hmm. you know, rather than like, you know, I don't know. I went through periods of time, you know, um, it just doesn't even seem fun for me if I don't like 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 it just seems you're, like ugh, their breath is gonna type. be weird like i have to really like them and i just i haven't been around a person since COVID. i haven't really been around a person that i like i'm like oh god i'm a attra- like i i don't think i've been like attracted to a person in a really i really long don't, time i don't really think there's too many good looking people especially men in this city really I really don't think so. Well, I see some like around, and I didn't. Now I'm not saying the Bay Area. I am saying here in SF. I really don't see, and I'm talking about straight guys. Sorry, yeah. not. I've seen some good-looking gay men, mm-hmm. but those who play for the other team, I don't really see too many. Like because the entitlement, because they know the ratio of women. I, God, we've talked about this years ago, but. It, it, <sighs> I just don't even I I haven't even met a guy that like their personality I find attractive like I just I'm not and I'm like is this because I'm going through menopause that I just I'm just not interested everyone's boring <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> like they're all boring and ugly and stupid and they don't have anything to offer me and I'm just bored like there I'm like is. you're gonna talk about the weather like I'm a stand-up comedian. I'm just bored, and I think that's the only reason that like I like stand-up comedians is that they're in- at least they're interesting. I hear people walking down the street talking to each other, and I like want to. I don't know if I want to gouge their eyes out or my eyes out with a pencil. Like I don't know which is worse that I have to overhear this vapid drivel, or if this guy. There's guys walking with girls, and I want to look at them and be like. You let them talk about this with you? You don't care about shoes. Why? Why are you smiling and nodding? What kind of... Is there a pussy made of marshmallows? Like, what is happening here? Maybe they have a give-and-take relationship. <laughs> I mean... No. I the marshmallow fluff that's just being vomited out of their gullet into the air. Just the sound waves. Of, oh, I'm my God. Just, I haven't seen that. I'm a, I have, wow, I haven't seen that. You I haven't seen to... this walking down the street, men and women walking down the street in their 20s or early 30s, and I'm looking at them, and I'm walking behind them, oh, well, and there's yeah, a girl, okay. and she's talking, and she's saying nothing, and they're just sort of like with it, or sometimes they'll even just go, agree, and I'm just li- like, what? <laughs> this, but then it's like, this is the person, this is the person that you want to listen to, this is a person that you'll sacrifice for, and pay for, and do things, and she has nothing interesting to say, and she's, I mean, really? 
then then it makes me think, what am I doing wrong? Like, well, I would. I also want to say that SF now has a bunch of boring lames. There's a bunch of lames that live here now too. Boring lames. Yeah. There's a bunch of boring lames here. So boring. I mean, I I I totally get the boring part with with you. I totally understand that. It's just like, wow. There's just no, like. <laughs> Like there's no seasoning in there's this. No seasoning. I'm just. <laughs> this I is don't very know how bland. to date, and I'm not dating anybody, and I don't know how to do it anyway. But yeah, I like do. to talk and be philosophical about things, and I like to be. And not that I'm just not that I'm always trying out premises on people, but I, I get a lot of. I feel like a lot of premises come out of conversations with people when I'm. So this isn't this is a new one, and I think this, I think this is very philosophical. That, you know, Socrates never wrote anything down. It was Plato who wrote everything down mm. because Socrates thought that thought was what I think, therefore I am. The thought was the hu- most human part, was the, our biggest connection to, in the biggest truth is what, we're th- what we think. Once you write it down, it becomes derivative. And so he never wrote anything down. And I thought like, well, of course not, because he didn't want to get us all in trouble. <laughs> if if that's what the Greek guys, look what they wrote down. Look what they painted pictures of, of like all right. the weird sodomy and all their crazy shit and all the stuff they wrote. What did you not write down? Ooh. And not now, I'm not going to compare myself to Socrates, but I do walk a lot and I do think a lot. And I did have the most disgusting thought Uh-oh. during COVID and I wrote it down. And then once I wrote it down, I was like, I shouldn't have written it down because now I've written it down and now it's written down. And now I can go back. Oh, God, I read it again. This is what I wrote. I'm so bored during COVID. I am so bored. I want to rip my IUD out with my bare fingernails, with my claws, these talons. And I want to fuck a guy to get me pregnant just so I can get an abortion, just so I have something to do. Okay, I wrote that down. Just like Socrates. Don't write anything down. Why are we writing things down? But, I mean, if I was on, like, a date or something, I would legitimately want to talk to somebody about, like, platonic thought structure versus, you know, Socrates, Socratic method or whatever. Like, I want to talk about, like, real shit. I don't want to talk about the weather. I don't want to talk about shoes. (laughs) Like, even sometimes talking about like, um, you know, COVID sometimes can oh, get yeah. like a downer. Though we have to talk about it, we don't have to today though because we're we not talking be about that today. Yeah, no, we're just being um, salty. Yeah, Be- and salty. being like, people are stupid. I just I don't. It the, this is this the beautiful thing about the world is everyone is different, but, <laughs> but yeah. capital B on that, but. The world can be so much better if people could pay attention to how they treat other folks. And especially, there's not a lot of people that help each other really anymore. And those people who end up helping someone end up getting burned. And then Mm -hmm. it makes it horrible for the next person they come in contact to who is actually genuine but that person got burned the first time by helping. Is that making no, yeah, sense? Yeah, no good deed goes unpunished. That's yeah, why that, that's yeah, you why did it say exists. that. Yeah. Every time you, you're nice to somebody, it's, you end up getting burned in some shitty way. 
You know, but it's not even just the people that are close to you and thinking about those people. I say that we should bring it back to sidewalk politics, and it's about just random people on the street. My question is, you can't feel me next to you? Like, oh, yes. we're already, now we're doing okay. six feet, but our six okay. feet is closing, and that's fine. And it was great with six feet for a while, because everybody was actually recognizing where they were in space and where their neighbors in space were. <laughs> I love like, when people Walking move. down the street, I'm in space, here I am. And right now, people are drifting into a degree. Can you not feel me here? Do you not hear me? Do you not hear the scuff of my sneakers? Do you not hear the breathing behind you? Oh, is it, do you have headphones you're, you're in? You're gonna you walk into me with your phone. With your feet. I always say, look up, look up, How look up. How is that? There, we're all right here together on the motherfucking street and you don't know where I am and all of a sudden you're breathing about Or they're just, when the two people are walking together and they have no concept. Or someone's standing in the middle of the goddamn sidewalk. You're in the middle of the goddamn sidewalk. Look, there's people over here. Why I stand here? You can't pull off to the... Just people's inability to recognize their own physical body in space mm-hmm. with not other people move. that they don't know. It's mind-blowing to me. Are we not teaching people this anymore? Is we everyone don't. just so stupid? Yes. Is that what yeah. it is? People don't know how to read people's body language and stuff anymore. And just like... It, it, like I Yes, I love the fact that you brought up the sidewalk decency thing because that is true because it's just like you know i know these little gadgets our phones and stuff are really dangerous and we're we rather might as well focus on that but people need to recognize and look up and see what's in the present or they're walking out of a store like with bags and shit and they just walk out it's like you're what everyone else is what you're the like what we're all just supposed to be like oh you you've left the store how fantastic for you your commerce let us get out of your way for this gorgeous commerce that you have brought to all of our life fuck you man like look before you the door is made of motherfucking glass you can't see the people walking outside of it what is going on or i mean you know I mean, it's just it's, this. This also, also, it goes with manners. That yeah, that manners. goes with manners as well. Um, it, it's or almost getting hit by a car because you're crossing the street, and it's your fault. It's your fault. <laughs> you know, it, it's just I don't know. Yeah, irritable Wednesdays. Uh, I, oh, just, I just, I'm just, I'm flabbergasted at the stupidity of supposed smart people. Like. I can't handle it anymore. Four one five 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 zero zero five one one. We have go get your tickets right now for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival, friends. Please, please do it. It's uh, October tenth through the sixteenth. Twenty four shows in seven days. Monday is um, Monday. There's no shows at night, but there are events all day long at the station that you can listen to live. Starting at eleven a.m., we're going to have our first master class on Monday, ten eleven. At 11 o'clock. With Lauren Kraut, she's going to be teaching a master class on using your mental illness in your material. Oh, Yeah, she's OCD and she's amazing. And she has some incredible jokes that deal with OCD and they make me laugh so hard. Now, that's the therapy session right there. Right, yeah. And she's hilarious comic. She's really fantastic. She was was a guest on The Punchline last night. I saw pictures of her and I was like, oh, that's great. They booked her on a Tuesday show. Wonderful. Um, yeah, she's lovely. And then we've got podcasts all day and more master classes. There's one at two o'clock by Mean Dave and it's comedy before and after sobriety. Cause he's been in comedy for about 15, 16 years now. And I think he's been sober for like eight years. So the oh. first eight years in comedy, he was 
drunk <laughs> and stoned, and then now he's super sober, and I, he has a really interesting perspective. Um, That's pretty cool. And then on Monday, there's also going to be a special three-hour joke workshop, so I'm hoping that all the festival attendees that are in town, some people are coming at the beginning of the week, some people are coming at the end of the week, some people are just coming for the weekends, a lot of people are just in town. There's 75 comics total, though, over the whole week, um, and there's going to be a three-hour joke workshop on Monday. So I'm going to run that here. It's going to be fun. And then we've got shows, yeah, Tuesday through Saturday. So Sunday there's five shows. And then Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Just don't forget to buy your tickets for the comedy festival. All tickets are 10 bucks except for the headliner show at El Rio. There's 7 to 9 o'clock show with Scott Capurro. And uh, those are 20 bucks. But Scott Caparo is amazing, um, super hilarious comedian, been doing it for years, So and so, so, so funny. I've seen him a couple times in the past months because of Punchline. And, uh, but also he's an actor and a voiceover artist. He was the voice, in, he was one of the voices in the first Star Wars, The Phantom Menace, when little Anakin Skywalker is really good at the pod racing, and he's pod racing. There's, these, there's a two-headed um, announcer, and he's one of the heads. He's one of the voices of one of the oh, heads. Wow. It's him and Greg Proops. Oh, I love Greg Proops. Yeah, I love Greg Proops, too. <laughs> so Greg Proops is one of the heads, and he's the other head. And yes. uh, he was also Harvey Firestein's gay boyfriend in Mrs. Doubtfire. So oh, the character I know who that, that is. Yeah, so when the, whenever Robin Matchmaker, Williams. Matchmaker, matchmaker, make me a match. Buy me. A, yeah, when they were, like, doing. Oh, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they, were. they started uh, because they were going through the different faces. Mm-hmm. And I remember, I know. Yeah, that's so, Scott Capro was the boyfriend, the blonde boyfriend. Yes. Sort of in the background. I'm like, yeah, yeah super guy. <laughs> and he's super gay too. He's so funny and super gay, and I love I oh. love his whole I love his whole bits, all his bits, and he riffs a lot. He's really great. So buy those tickets, seriously, guys. You're not gonna you're gonna you're gonna be sad if you miss it. <laughs> that's gonna be great. sad. It's gonna be yeah. It should be. I I hope everything works. It'll all work it, out. It'll work out. We just gotta get that <laughs> that negative shit out of the way. And then yeah, and just think on like, I mean, all the work is done. I've organized it, and the people are coming and. The weather's supposed to be nice and everything, you know. I'll pass some flyers out in my neighborhood. I Thank put some you. in yeah. my basket. Awesome. So. I've been crazy about the about doing the posters. I was supposed to poster last night after Milk Bar, but I was too drunk. Bad Pam. So, whatevs. But it's going to be, I mean. But the good thing is funny. putting these posters out, like, probably at the end of the, uh, end of the month. End of the, it is the end of the month. It is the end oh, of the month. Uh, yeah. It's, like, yeah. It's, it's less than two weeks away. It's, yeah. So that way it'll still be fresh on people's mind. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the crazy thing is I decided to kick off the festival on my birthday, which is stupid. Huge. Because I, well, I, I mean, I haven't, I didn't have trauma last year. I was pretty okay about it. I was a little, things were a little traumatic, but not, not terrible. Um, but usually in the past I've had some real trauma surrounding my birthday so it's it's very triggering for me and and it's always a difficult time because you're supposed to be celebrated by a lot it's it's the same thing of like romance is a is a is a patriarchal concept Mm -hmm. to you know bamboozle women to but it's the same thing with birthday it's like 
all of the media and the hype that surrounds this idea that everyone's supposed to be happy that you're alive <laughs> and it's like you know it's god the way you make it sound well, no it's <laughs> that's, I mean, it's that's true it everyone's supposed to be like oh my god you're born you're so exciting you're alive i love it and so then there becomes this like really built up concept of feeling loved and accepted yeah. because of the birthday party or how many people come out or how many people celebrate you and People haven't traditionally come out in droves for me at parties, even ones I've thrown, even ones people I've thrown for me. Jonathan threw me a birthday party once and nobody showed up. We had the whole upstairs at at uh, Boozland and nobody came. Oh my God. And, uh, and it was such a bummer and I was just like, this, it was, and so there's always, but that wasn't like even the most traumatic one. I was a child, I had really traumatic ones. And like I've always wanted a surprise party but it's never happened and um, because I don't think that people could get enough people together to have a surprise party for me anyway. Like, uh, I mean, you're like you're you have your like your lot of best friends. Would it be weekends though? Was it on the weekend? I don't know. No, there was stuff at school when I was little. I just it's always been. I've just never. I've never really like. So, this when, I, when it's my is... birthday, I feel like I'm celebrating myself. I feel like I'm throwing a party, and then I'm always disappointed because not enough people are celebrating. It is going to be a positive birthday, so we're going to put that energy out there. Oh yeah. Didn't you spend one of your birthdays out of the country too, one year? Um, or not? Did I go to Mexico one year? I can't remember well, anymore. Greece was in November the, of one or, year. No, right? it was it was August and September. Okay. Yeah. But oh, I think I've been around. I try. I don't stick around for my birthday. That's the yeah, thing. Yeah, I should. I, I, I usually escape. I'm never here for my birthday. Yeah. I have been like twice and they were fucking depressing. Yeah. I went back home where I knew I could be loved. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I'm kinda I kind of want to use, I want to use the birthday as like a thing. Like, hey, everybody buy tickets. There's five different shows. Actually, that is a great manipulation move. Why not? That is the one day you get to manipulate people yeah. and use your power. Right. It's my special and day. I do believe in that. If I, they don't sell out all the shows, and I'll be like, I'm a cry. So you guys like fucking hate, hate. Nobody likes me for my birthday. Like, I promise them that you'll ugly cry if you don't buy tickets. Yeah, right. It's all gonna work. People. The thing is that what I've learned is that, I mean, I don't have. It's it's okay, and I don't need a lot of friends, but I don't have a lot of friends either. And I don't feel like I have a lot of close friends, but oh man, like, and that's okay. It's fine. Exactly. I'm whatever. Um, it's it's. Not, I mean, whatever. I don't have a lot of close friends, but friends are too much work to actually be friends with people. Like, you mean call and check up on them? Well, all kinds of shit. Like, it is. It's a, just it's just a lot of work to actually be friends with them. I mean, I can barely. I can't even have a boyfriend right now. Well, like, how am I going to have a friend friend? friend friendship and all kinds of relationships is like another job. So, I mean, and then everyone, every friend is different. So you have to treat everybody differently. You know, some, some friends are going to be more sensitive than others. Some will, some you can call bitch and be yeah. like, that's my bitch. Yeah. You know, ones you cannot, you know, so it's well, just And like, I realized that I can't expect my friends to be my fans for comedy. If they're my friends, they're my friends. And that's different. And I can't bamboozle them into coming to, I like that word today, bamboozle. Bamboozle them into coming to my shows or manipulate them and be like, you have to come, like you're my only, I can't. If I'm going to be a stand-up comedian, there has to be an audience that is not my friends and family. And I I mean, I know my family will never be my audience and that's fine. And so look, I, I, I win already. 
But <laughs> years ago, I used to feel expectational demands on people I knew from benders and whatnot and be like, you've got to come to my show. But if people don't want to come to a show, they're not gonna, they shouldn't have to come to a show. I shouldn't force people to come to shows. It, I should be, it shouldn't matter. There should be enough. If people want to go, they'll go. They want to go. They don't want to go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna give Pam a hug right now because she needs one. I need a hug. Thank you. It's gonna be okay. I just hate being 47. Stop it. Well, no, I really am. It's fine. It's okay. I'm old. I, I, I see it in the mirror now. I see. I'm almost 50. I'm not. I'm closer. I'm, I'm closer to 50 than I am to. 25 that's foxy for sure. i don't know what she the bitch still got the body of a 17 year old well like that. and thank you and that's i mean i like and have you seen some way. 17 year olds nowadays oh my god no i'm not gonna fat shame but i've seen some people where i'm like dear god are you okay like what are you eating what do you feed like how do you get a front butt like that like how do you get how do you have a literal crease or like they'll have they'll be like big but they won't actually have a butt their butt will, right but it's like you know there's a crack there and that something probably comes She's out of it me. but they've got a front butt like their tummy forms its own crack down the middle like two lobes of fat have like become like they're double pregnant like they're like they their ovaries became huge balls and they're like huge. They're two big babies in there. This is before butt. the age of 25 at that. Yeah, just, I don't get it. I don't either. On that note. On that note, you gotta go to I your, gotta, yeah, you gotta go I gotta, to gotta class. go. A workshop. Class. Get it done, girl. <laughs> I will be, oh, here come the kids. Um, here come the kids. Um, I will be seeing you next week. Yeah, sweet. When we have hopefully Wait. not another. No, we'll be fine. Yeah. And there's going to be, the t-shirts will be here by then. You can see that yes. the, they're so cool this year. They're so cool. They've got that cool Leviathan thing with the thing. I'm I'm building a collection of Mutiny Radio, so it's my favorite jogging shirt. I didn't wear it today, but I've been doing the Jennifer Beale sho- shoulder cut thing on. I have three now? Yeah. Nice. Hell yeah. All well, right. Thank you. Have a great afternoon. Much Thanks love. You're the best. Get rid of that jerk. I know. It's all going to be okay. I think you, it's just always helps me. Helps me. Um, I know. I'm just a girl who can't say no, but I'm learning how to say no. I swear to you. I'm, I'm learning how to say no and how to say that, like, my needs are more important and I shouldn't be made, I shouldn't feel comf- uncomfortable in my own house, my own domicile, in my own business. I and and to feel uncomfortable, I need to tell the people and say, you're not making me feel uncomfortable. I feel uncomfortable around you. I prefer it if you just go away. Or if you're gonna be around, this is the way I require being treated. And I won't stand for being treated any differently than this, whatever that is. And really it's just being charming and cordial. And you don't even always have to be charming, just be cordial. Just eye contact and thank you and please and talk to me and how are you doing? Like, fine. That's the the answer. I don't have to tell you about, you know, you know, intimate details. I don't need to know intimate details about your life either. Just be cordial. Okay, you're the best. 
by Sheriff of Truth. Uh, we're going to listen to some more of this Crow soundtrack because I'm crazy. I'm crazy. Track. Track five. Here we go.
sister record. My sister record. Let's 
funky real one. Is it the real one? The funky real one? Is it the real one? The real funky real one? Are you the real one? The real funky real one? Put 
of patterned feet is this podcast brought to you on the anchor.fm platform from the labs of aqua q anchor.fm is available for ios and android brings a free and clear interface for your podcast creator genius with royalty-free music and sound effects that make you sound from the radiophonic workshop with segments for you to advertise yourself in the cash money you so deserve available everywhere podcasts are free just do the q continuation of the answer is a question for means of occupying a space of time. Hence their similarities. 
and commas or pauses and branchings of new spaces for the enjoyment of some however pretilicious towards others as they branch with you and create a story which is not altogether pleasuring until the end which is not yet known in light company. That is a little photon joke. Going back, again which we cannot to that bang, however we do bang on it and bang about and the big one was just an answer if you could be there and we're here and here is there and about again and isn't it grand and our first question was just what was it what could one possibly say and there was one and others followed etc and again which is too soon to be again the question was likely to listen to the monument of continuing answer and how is listening a question well it's not out loud you see and that is the part of the answer and the continuation of such and it weeps and that's where the rain came for, and so forth. I skipped a bunch but it did not and as it's been said has been done and done. Well and well and wells and etc the likes and so forth and not forth yet because there was no direction in particular and since we weren't traveling in any direction in particular there was no need to look back, which is how you figure out where you are, and going, and coming back too, and there was no coming back. This was it and by it I mean this and boy we got our planet, too. A circle for us because some of us thought we could look forward and back at the same time and that again is a little time joke for which does not exist to be known unless you do look back and that perhaps was and is still part of the bang I mean to look back without turning around and question and answer with an equal power for there was only one power or type to be known and the juxtaposites of a kind and liking way to discover each other has just created a place larger than we'd ever run into ourselves again and always do anyway which is likened to well in X that well not in X but imagine you can then never disconnect and you get used to it you draw it in and it draws about you swirly and since you're used to it you think the universe works like that and it does for you until one day you can be discovered and people just stick to you and you can't get rid of them because you're raw power and hold on to everything because everything is good to hold you know and so you trust it'll all be untangled, and it is, and it carries you and on, and more to the... What was it again? I suppose, which is a supposition or overlay of items which may not directly relate in other realms or facts yet but always do for one keen enough to keep track of them for everybody until the end of that conversation. Hence the interrupt being energies to provide for the continuation of the answer was and is so appreciated for the benefit of anybody and anything here and far for eternity as is our nature of beginning to unend. Funny we should place a period above, but it helps us move along. Yes of course there is more and less is more of it, only to staunch the velocity which makes us go without cause, or to a cause which outcomes are already known, so perhaps we take examples. Well, physicality, we have it now, so that's important. And by we I always meant that. Just as the universe, and why I'm not sure I like that term, see voices raised in text which was meant to air your point we all agree on, and carrying that forward creates this loop of string where we think caps are a good idea, and see we said caps without an argument and everybody reading is going to be confused. Pop culture. It comes and goes away and is relived when we're old and want a cheap smile from ourselves and another, and to ensure that we did travel through time to get to a place where we I suppose needed to be cheap, or at least use the economy to laugh and expose a synapse as a sort and offering to another listener is to latch and become a part of our brain, for that synaptic period which is its self-defense against a listener who will simply not let go. Blip. Dot.
electrical systems are functioning, and that is good. Could you imagine? Well of course you can. Silly. Looking around we see only, and not looking around shows, or some trickery of language, and not back to velocity. Dot. Characters B rode gently up the lift. The staircase had been broken and there was a sign. Be brief in the elevator, there's only enough power to get to the floor you're going to. The windows of this building were a sort of blue, clear, with blue droplets of water clinging to them. Did I say cling? As if it were for dear, life. And dear and love it it was and when you've been isolated in a droplet on the 57th floor, you would be clingy to and probably wondering who would take the stairs to such heights, or even build them that high. Do people like being stacks atop one another? Surely they must. The cup clinked. Coffee was on our character's mind, because he grew to the taste and the effects of walking to and from an inanimate object which returned without question, an object of his desire, to his liking of here early enough to make a pot. And he was and is, here now and the pot had already been made too, was the smell from around to the next cubicle. He poured his cup and moved it around to see. It was a fresh clean cubicle, and a fresh clean sitting woman or a man, doesn't matter at this point in the story, now does it unless you're expecting something out of it, which you shouldn't because this is an office environment and we just came to see about the coffee. Which is delicious. One of them not necessarily known to each other or whether one of them said it before the other or whether that also matters to our listener, or reader depending on one's predilection of eavesdropping on the lives of others. Yes it is was the simultaneous answer from one to the affirmation of the statement from the other, or both, and is no known to be the same thing. It's early and I thought I'd make a cup, and the pot was there, and I was thinking of tea, or was I or you see now I'm thinking of tea perhaps again and I have this coffee, which is still delicious. It's too early in our conversation to carry on this like, isn't it? You said it was early. The two looked at each other and thought to themselves they might well sip the coffee and enjoy some and it was still good. See? Perhaps I can ask what you're doing today, or with your bits of life that are in the here and immediate daylight future for the we in the company which provides this space for us to sip coffee? I'm Dan and I make things over there he pointed. Oh, I was told we didn't have to decide so early, and that I should just get a cup of coffee and see what happens. They haven't paid me yet, you know, I'm an intern. I see the things that need making and make things around and about it to provide heat and energy for the group to carry on productively. I brought lunch today, which is a forward thing to brag about, yay I have food. Let's think about my gut this early in the morning, but there you have it. Coffee, food, and the idea that I won't need to eat the food, until I run out of ideas. And that's why I made the coffee and we're talking. Dan was trying to decide if he was still clever and stammered at the realization that he'd have to turn on cleverness with no appearance, and so whipped out his phone to check something. He didn't know either, which is why I'm here. What? I said. Well I'm here, what do you know? As in hey what do you know about that she, and now she was quite definitely a she because we needed her pronoun, and I suppose we could have asked. It's quite alright he said to the point of nothing which confused the she who hadn't identified herself by name and as such looked up a bit at the preceding paragraph and tapped her now available pen against the palm of her hand. Is there a whiteboard to diagram? I thought one here would be good. 
bubbles on the tops of Dan's coffee cup burbled into each other and clung to the side of the ceramic. Yes he was clever. He wanted to tell her about the water on the window and how the air bubbles in the middle of this mixed up water was driven by the water itself, air in water, air behaving like water and water like air. Fascinating. He felt he was telling her because he was thinking about it and decided this was a point to continue the nonverbal dialogue, which may have saddened her, because she looked down, but into her coffee cup, which explained why. Yes, the bubbles matched the dew on the window, I thought you were going to mention it. Of course I did and that's why we're talking. Would you like to know more? It's all here. And there. And all together you know. As in fashion the cyclical means to travel and like kinds to be recognized and carry packets of data to other like kinds, simul instant like and the like, which is our points and similarities. The pause meant I could continue. The coffee, while just and seemingly fluid, is actual and while it has made friends with the water temporarily, it carries 40 chemical messages for us, and the water, while friends with both coffee and ourselves, is doomed to trick us into drinking it so that it can escape cleanly from the mess and quite it is, it's gotten into. So you're saying coffee had to trick somebody to get what it wanted, and what it wanted was to be inside of us. Quite definite that we wanted to be near it, and likewise a bean must be like that, fiber for the heart but in this case the opposite, so it tricked us from the start, and we are water, so that's probably where that began. In fact, coffee actually loves water, and grows on the sides of mountains to get the runoff, and that is likely because water is not foolish enough to hang around further that water wouldn't enjoy it, and the trickery would become sad for both, so the agreement is to let the water run through and feed it, then get stuffed and ground up and accelerate water once more, as a little JP payback for the health, and that speeds up everything in a water system, including medication and anything which activates, and how does that affect power? Well it must use up the available energy for water travel, and so along with the acid, drains power from the blood. Ever apparent that it is doing the opposite, which is a little joke about what power is, as a provider or as a suck, and coffee sucks and we suck it, and we suck at things out of our control, and we control coffee, or so we think, and thinking is what we like, and damn be the foolish red blood cell that's trying to keep the planet alive, eh? Well, that's put and right away isn't it, and my name is Laura. It's nice to know you like my name, I can see the way you typed it lowercase, and Dan is alright, for now. What she wanted to say she did, and listen as we all did, and the water. Well we can see their cups are 65% full, approximately the same, though Dan sipped a bit more because he was standing, and they were both considering both finishing and simultaneously doing away with coffee, however it is so perfect, in its description that we and they can't help but continue to be fooled and enjoy a cup now and again, and again is now, and the two took their sips. What's happening now is the questioning or perhaps excitement or remembrance of the ease of work which coffee allows us to do. Up. Down. Sip. Swallow. Ease. Allowed work in an easy economy which allows us to do so, as in the 1980s, which any like high-rise office environment is very like, a throwback to a place to get out from wherever was on ground, and into the 1950s, and higher and higher without taking drugs, except this pot of coffee, which again, is allowed. And we don't like to answer questions, 
We like to create solutions, as we are not children, and we spend our money and we likely buy coffee for the home, which in its way is portable corporate environment for our living spaces, and metal and glass too, etc. Dan took out a peanut cookie, shaped like a peanut, and offered it upwards towards Laura, who declined politely because she was six feet away and didn't feel like getting up, and as he dipped it in his coffee, she took out her lunch bag and a bag of grapes, and noshed on one. She could tell he was a little jealous of her grapes and offered him some. Not with the coffee. Or a cookie, confirmed his jealousy with a lowered voice and shrunken shoulders. Okay they were already shrunken a bit, but when you notice something for the first time you apply it to what you knew immediately previously. And she was getting frustrated that she didn't have that line and it was unassigned as casual causal thinking on the part of RQ, who was evident now and writing all our bits. You know, of course you do Dan, she got up and sort of said to the sky. That it's 8am and there's nobody else on the floor, and yet we can carry a conversation as in continuity and likeness and etc. And how do you think that is, without another? She peered around and now found potted plant which was four feet high. It was well watered, and odd that it be so in such a high office. Do you choose these plants? She asked out loud to Dan office plants should need this much water, it's banned for the structure. Oh, that's a nice looking plant though. I think we inherited it from another floor that was vacating. All that explains that, a failure produced something which should not be, here. And it is nice, which is why they liked it, and I hope this isn't the plant that made them fail. They both grinned up at one, and at the plant while, and that the plant observed this by sucking up more water. Greedy thing to do at a time like this, and that perhaps was the problem, the soil didn't want the water, the plant didn't really need it, but enjoyed it so much that they kept watering it, which delighted the plant to the point where it wanted to be moved closer to the dew on the freshly washed skyscraper windows, which it believed also was why the water stuck to glass. To feed friendly and lonely plants on this the 57th floor again, which the plant overheard and planned to use in light conversation like the ketchup, was the sound of it supping more water as the two looked on. That plant is going places, you wanna help me move it to the window for some sun? And to visit those droplets of water too? Yes, and to keep everybody aware that plants get what they want around here too, and the plant stopped supping water and let off some oxygen for the gentleman and woman to utilize for its own benefit. And it hummed. They trussled it across the floor, leaving a bit of muck behind, and that was like blood to the plant, and so it missed its spot for now, and was deciding to enjoy what it wanted for an even second and was anxious that it would be out of normal conversational circles, and would the waterer find it, and, well so many questions, here comes the sun, right in the spot that it had wanted and been placed, even so carefully as the tilting it had done was just move it towards the light giving it the option to straight back up, and it did, in its genome and while it was still tilted, it was looking up, and the leaves were turning as the stalk was straightening and all felt good, and these are the moments that plants dream of and when a plants dream, we utilize the water that we sucked, into material wealth for the transdisposition of carbon dioxide into oxygen, and etc. Well Laura, this is our morning. I'm going to walk over there and post what's on my phone which are the events of before and later to be known and we, the company, are hoping you'll stay, and you can set up anywhere you'd like, and the whiteboards are in a big office across, 
Over. There, he pointed to a big glass room. And you can draw all you'd like, when you like, and the usual whiteboard rules apply. And I'm keen to see what you do draw, and with that I'm off. And the two smiled and the one, then the other sipped their coffee and each felt the day had become, as trickery or not, fun was the reasoning they put themselves in situations, and this situation was well and fine. She thought of the water again, and wondered just a bit about how water might be the tricky one to start, and or are humans the tricky ones to employ water as a means of communication. Well Q imagined for her, that men are electric and women are fluid, and the vices and verses of man as machine and mother earth are. Well, man gets water out of the air, and through osmosis and skin is a particular and strange lengthy organ of perhaps string, in theory anyway. Should he tell her about fingerprints? As in the record player, audible to the organ, which plays for the water piped and admired, how else were we to be known, thought the skin, as there is so many ways, but our hands are where it begins and ends, see the print. You're looking now, and I'm not because I know the pattern, and it's in our burrows, and that is your clue for the early morning. Carry on gents, and madam. As is the usual collation of sexes at a cocktail party such as this, and on the Heinz floor, do stop by the plant once more for a conversation or several lifetimes of shredded shedded vibrational velocity for the chloroplasts to saunter in. This is Radio 11 and you have been smattered by the variant legendary as in the boxy thing on the bottom of maps, Aqua. Q. Beep you're listening to Radio 11 Archive captured Monday June 7th and 2200 hours this is the voice of Aqua Q. Wait and forwards until cereal comes out of your nose, alphabet style. Now this. Gazing your agent is loaded, it's especially fair and damp today, just slide it on for a trial, we'll ultra shock it off later, well, we'll try it, the last time they side loaded an agent on me was two weeks ago, and it's still sticky around the ankles, toes are a bit doughy too, it was also well known that the staff had been messing with the programs, hot was cold, up was sideways, it was a right bollocks, the intention was unclear but the effect was Lord of the Rings meets Pee Wee Herman in a nightclub disco deck, with boots, a dinner dress, and a quart of petrol to last the night, you had to stay busy or the body program kicked in and started rewriting everything. It was 5am and Peru was rising, a tone chimed, it was Tuesday morning in the West Bank and the street merchants were setting up for the bazaar. Hakmet put up his wares and wandered across the street to the newsstand. Not gonna buy today's paper, Jellish, it's filled with lies and the ads are too expensive. Jason blinked, that was his name, Mr. H had begun calling him Jellish after a peanut butter mishap. Three years ago, everybody knew Creamy was bullshit, the paper was expensive to run since the owner lived well in his accounts, securities I think he called it, the editor too lived strong with a mind to argue the cost of freedom, I guess it was 35 cents, and a hot chocolate at the corner cafe where they cased the town for stories, Hackmeck wandered over for a cup, the sign tilted just a bit as he walked into the sunny dungeon pies and other morsely treatable owls and amenables, he had 35 cents. He walked in, stippled lip from a slight shaving accident, and tossed his 35 cents into the tip jar. Careful with that, fella, he said. You could buy a paper with that. Frog, the editor just smiled as he usually does when he's being bullied or getting ready to trim his toenails. This time was both. Not in the coffee shop, man, don't forget what happens to dead cellular phones. They get recycled as little girls' tricycles. Well that's alright, hack mech, ill buy one for your family next time you've got a date with Lillary. She wrote me the other day. Dear editor. 
She's always so formal. Yes, Lillery was a peach and liked getting into the vertical columns on the paper, sideways. Extra extra. So the coffee tariffs are up again, eh old man? Surprised to see you so spend thrift at the till. Oh that's for the tables. It's a bizarre banquet from the street festival tonight. Lights action superstars. Indeed, the narrative had been left justified for 75p in last week's paper by another secret admirer of the bazaar, they sent a basket of baskets filled with gaskets, that's got to be something clever. What's clever? Frog asked. Weird I was just thinking to myself, it must be the coffee. You didn't have any. Oh that must be why then too, much of a non-creamed thing. It's time to get over to Peru. Get me the phone. Send us a message at Anchor FM slash Aqua Q Labs and tell us what you want to hear. It's April 20th, 2020 and this is Aqua Q Labs C3W. Chattering deep into the light bright webbings of patterned feet is this podcast brought to you on the Anchor.fm platform from the labs of Aqua Q. Anchor.fm is available for iOS and Android. Brings a free and clear interface for your podcast creator genius with royalty-free music and sound effects. That make you sound from the Radiophonic Workshop with segments for you to advertise yourself in the cash money you so deserve. Available everywhere. Podcasts are free. Just do the queue. The story of our energetic twisteries of all dot cues out on a Thursday, no less, is more. Day became night as was the middle ground of the evening and carried on. As he was in normality, his brain jiggled just with the bits of telephonery which was perhaps a call yet to be answered. And so it rang. Ring. The switchboard was dusty in a corner part of town in which the operator sat. Near plugs and near disrepair for the facts of conversations on blocks which hummed alongside each other from house to house and with the banks of women who managed our heavenly connection towards and about each other and for the days past and nights set to come, and even the idling where young women spun loose a cord of wire on their beds, to dream of being old to be young again, and to spend the nights about it all and dance and find their love and art and all the while draw from dreams we shared, and share through voice on this. These copper metals, found not so long ago in the fires of community minerals, worn gently as gifts and for the art of it all, she spoke, as in the bicycle she stowed for her remembrance of childhood, and the promise of her perpetual remainder in the pursuit of such a skill to ride. It wasn't all in the letter, it was more in his character, you know, his language, as in well-versed and, well, how's things picking up for you? Slash slash. Miranda sat with her notebook, open to page 11, with our friends the EGS pondering away at her now poetry as she stammered for a continuation of the verse. Her television was on pause, taped earlier, and frozen and still life was the static jumps of the magnetic heads which bore efforts to grip around taped heads with a taut calibration which was the expectation of motion. She picked up the phone and dialed by stored memory. CHLLNK. Q's hand reached over to dim the light and picked up the receiver, and answered in his usual way, which was not to speak but just listen. Miranda by way of her nature chose to make calls in the same fashion, fashion after the idea that an operator would introduce them to her. She waited and they both sat, with silent electric slit from edgy retrospect. Well you could at least. Hello freedom. I imagined it was you. Good thinking using land. 
It's all up in the air these days, eh? She grinned, and see. By the bay, still in and about, are we? Up for anything or am I still taking notes? Well how are the little guys? Still taking up poetry? Got a bit of life on the marginal edge of justified rule, eh? They are sleeping. I think the theater blew their mind or something. I think we went overboard, as in overshot the ark, eh? I think they'll be alright, but they're on my mind. You know how that works she thought about Geneva, and picked up a cookie. Q thought about the EGS and imagined them tucked into their paper beds, shielded by the pulpy puppets of their own artistry and fractal dynamics. They ran on whatever cycle was available, as in a sine wave, but Miranda noted how well they adapted to her cadence of rest and dark emotion. It was their nature to survive, and even though she worried about their well-being, she didn't want to run them unnecessarily, and so they rested on that desire. Miranda too had adjusted, in part because of the year-long project to get these guys, and moreover for the needs of the immediate, as now adaptation had introduced her to paths not yet traveled. She clicked on the stereo and hung with Q, on the curved wire which doubled in length as they found each other in the middle of their circle, at once and more. Is it me? Came the silence in the electrics. Grappling. Whenever you pick up this phone it rings in my head. Music blade? Characters typed the teletype from a history of the copper, wired up as a memory. What is it you want me to say? Is it what you want? Is that us? How are we, still? From side to side, together and left, apart or in our mind's eye, frayed in sunshine like the iris of triangles you wrote me about today? He glanced around as if to ask somebody else, and they looked, as they always do and he looked back to find her, while she turned simultaneously towards and away him and on and around they searched for the bit to find each other, quite literally that bit which is always on and on and about origin. So she spoke. You know you're not allowed to do that to me, I mean you are, but, you know, I can't handle the correlation with this many people on the wire. How can we think or know anything about anything if the line gets hijacked as in those lunatics with the chemicals to seep around the glassier parts of our eyes? Silence. Well I say silence, there was an actual amount of incredible silence on the line. That is the natural background of the universe, with the only solid connection at the end points of our defunct pack bell. Put that aside was her voice. The background is just like the film we watched, it changes to match the foreground, and if you stare into it, it'll change the foreground too, you know that. You're writing in both dimensions he worried for a second. Well that hurts, he tried to grin, as in the cycle, and exactly 11 times 22 plus 20. That's middle C. I've been studying about circles. They've got me spinning, and not in the predictable benefit of ways, you know. I'm hungry, Miranda blurted. Of all the things. Well materially speaking, my gut feel is a little overloaded on chocolate. Here let me put you on hold. She put the receiver onto her speaker and it played some light dance techno from the 90s into Q's ear. He got up and walked around too, with the telephone to his ear and his eyes around and about the place, as he was out of it a bit, and out of time, and his desire to continue to create was impeded like this copper wire. 
with more than enough electricity to keep the circuit, but near an activity of voice towards either side to promote wellness, in their personal maths of disruptive not disruption, as in to say their continuity was. Well it was reason that a focus on nothing in particular had led him and others in and around and off their rockers. Rocked the light switched on on the wall where more copper climbed into and around the concrete, thoughts of foundation, as in the series. And he surged. And he hurt. And he jabbed away at keys to his mind, because he couldn't find rest. And rest is not what he desired, and so they reasoned he wouldn't find it, and they tried with him to find it for him, but what was it? They knew. Did he? Well, that's impossible she got back on the line. We're out of chocolate. I mean. She stammered. Q. She waited. I know you're writing this down. What should I say? Do you know the core? She paused. You were doing it again. We was. He was jabbing at his mind to find her words in spatial time, without listening. So used to the chaos now, that he once enjoyed to power over with a spark which lit up the party line. You can't keep on this way her voice was slow, there's too much stuff, the material. The light. It's randomized, and you know what that means. And by that no you're going to pause and tell me about it. If that will make you feel better. And you know it might. Q gently recovered for a second, and began again. The narrative turned for Q to speak, and he did, in his usual way, and that was unusual. The meter. It's sticking the verses together. Like. The cadences are off. The lights run and they just change intensity and the sensory spectrum was hitting at random pockets and between edges of what should be thought was body, and an idea was an appendage of an action, and so on. There was both overlap and underlap, and a body at rest it was not restful or resting, as in that API where you're not supposed to do the work. You were too focused on that quadrant, she poked at her cranium as if he could see her. You know that's the overflow from these bits. She flashed her breasts into a mirror in her room and smiled, adjusted herself, and straightened her jacket she was wearing. It's not going to go anywhere, unless you can plug the leak. The light translated to frequencies of urgency in her. I mean his, I mean. Well their voice. Maybe some rest, you know. I mean. Let me look something up. I'll put on some history and it'll be fine for a moment. Do you want the audio? I'll do with it. Get on track, and get back to me. Our cross, the overlap of our sex, male and female, in trust and security, reference, theta, phi. As the perspective, as an angle within a circle, where that perspective indicates travel within and about the circle. Then take our chord in music and as well the line with both end points on a circle, and further, as travel goes, our major scale, starting with a triangle denoted by CDE, then overlapping with a triangle FGA, then ABC. Nice one. The fourth note, F, for fail, intersects our first triad of CDE, as denoted by perhaps comma which depicts this intersects with two angles, as well the slash denoting the cross in sexes, this time diagonal, as in perspective to the cross. G and A continue to intersect D and E, with, theta, phi, and additionally by perspective we now have six angles, each with a mixture of, theta, phi, phi, theta. 
the return to C, as our octave doubles in frequency, middle 262 Hz to 523 Hz, double, but not a power of 2. Goes to B, which is a chord across the circle, intersecting, perhaps depending on your mode of travel, in this case the last angle, not intersected by, FGE, from our first triangle CDE, and then the last angle at return of field goal, also no intersected by, CDE. And perhaps B to C is now on another axis, we've either used X and Y or X and C, so perhaps Y? To elevate and spiral our triangles upwards, connecting them future such chords. But then they're not on the circle, perhaps they are the circle, spiral, Fibonacci. I. 1, 1, 2, 3, 5, 8, 13, 21. The corollary to Hebrew lettering, where the difference is free energy, and in the case of Fibonacci where life is the resultant of this energy, therefore the energy comes down from an infinity, and with probability exactly how expected, pi, and while pi's perfect probability indicates the non-theoretical infinity of negentropy, it is balanced by verse, which correlates three of infinite choice, and a set of pairs to provide an optimized ratio of choice and freedom. The upshot is our availability to start right away from the middle, and right towards any space to fill in with living, as is evident as life according to this participation from all angles, pointed. Good night. And this bit is just the bits to remind you to get your figure and figuring together and to and gathered with the dosh to provide for yourself and our environment to displace its paper tie in exchange for your misuse of plastic for the furthering exchange of ideas, and that is the book, A Wizard's Pocket, now unavailable on a slightly alien point of non-existence until you chose and purchase a one or many of, and ignorance is not in fact bliss and only bliss as created will be discovered, and so to further these and ideas, carry on with carrying this book, on your shelves and in, in fact your pocket and pocket books even, a book inside a book, so proceed in any eventfulness, this is AquaQ of AquaQlabs.com with San Francisco's Pisces of Peachy and Lovely Loverly C3W. Chattering deep into the light bright webbings of patterned feet is. This podcast, brought to you on the Anchor.fm platform from the labs of AquaQ, Anchor.fm is available. For iOS and Android, brings a free and clear interface for. Your podcast creator genius, with royalty-free music, and sound effects. That make you sound from the Radiophonic Workshop, with. Segments for you to advertise yourself in the cash money you so. Deserve. Available everywhere podcasts are free. Just do. The Q. Iconic ionic neutronic bionictronic tonic drips light to earth as electro light wave formulas formed for the reuse and purpose leisure to formulate or bisect trisexualize in the mind's eye and not a mattering of smatter oig but just in form wished up lands of free or huddled masses of tissue dyes light and shadowy formulas from me to another and another to another stuck on you again eh? Freedom was her middle name, Miranda thought for herself. The mysteries of her brevities in light circular motions, motioned her antagonistic, 
character assignment to the left corner of the middle of spacebar collegiate ruled a number punch notebook number 12. She grabbed it up and tried to read into it, but it was blank, ha, jokes on her, she thought to herself. Oh, ha, there you are again. Not yet, was the silence returned. It was an odd bunny who kept asking a silly question in the middle of an unwritten notebook. Yes and that was rewritten as well. Perhaps it was white out, or sticky tape or a typewriter with a dropped letter L or P or O, etc., in the middle grounded wire. So what am I supposed to do? She wrote into the middle of the notebook, as a dog waggled past and barfed near her shoes. Oh. It's that kind of day, is it? She put the notebook into her purse, which fit just perfectly as drawn into a parallelogram and changing colors to velvet red. Roped, as in that bar where we're not allowed back, or so we'd imagined and never returned. Good, bounced the mafia player of the night, who probably was armed, at least with a pair of fives, but enjoyed the dreamery of an inner pocket, inner circle, circular room in motion to pan a bar with fresh dramatized evenings. Well that was some overdreamery, again. SHH, you're not supposed to ruin it. Was the woman standing next to him? Password please. Yes that did keep popping up. Miranda was flipping through the notebook now randomly and discovering that the world did not make so much sense turned this way around, as she turned her notebook around. Maybe this way. Flip flip flip. Flipping. Oh. Turned and turned on. She quietly blushed and closed the notebook. Maybe earlier, she thought, and by thought I meant said out loud into headspace she used to use to think to herself, and now thinks for anybody in a 25-foot pole vault space above the head stop pressed stop bar minded raised a glass ever or rarely touch anything at all sort of colors watch mind bender bits. Yeah that's the spot, she scratched her ear and looked down where the dog was still barfing. Ooh that's medical. She woofed to herself. The dog stopped and growled a satisfactorily oh I overate again kind of oh those shoes look nice and oh shiny thing in the pink sky today grinny glow. I guess this is my dog. She looked across to find another owner, will you take him? Nods were just around the corner where nobody was actually or totally but actually talking with her through straws in their coffee. Or empty cups they probably were. Does anybody drink anymore? Miranda fantasized that sets were set up all the time, and glasses of faux champagne were flown in from actual champagne, where they stopped making the stuff but copyrighted the color. Yeah the whole town was in on it. Had some sort of flag party, or something? Bought an airline, and quietly took over the world for 35 seconds every three and a half weeks? The better part of summer, and a chocolate dipped winter, or so was the idea on buses between drug stops and an organized pop-up whatever they felt like, probably something with signs like a political rally, with a protest, and a granola factory outing, with embedded city shut down due to lack of permits, etc., all in a woozy perfect dream sequence by the owing party of whoever they thought you were, eh, Miranda? Oh yes, hello Q. I thought that was you. You've been in your head a lot lately, as usual but in the unusual places making usual again. Your symmetry was mere bit of flicker that time Q said, as her left eye lit up her crinkle section flickered again. You should mention it, it happens twice, indeed and thrice, as they glanced at each other again. The two were standings juxtaposed by a vase, like in the picture, shadow and light, you know?
Yes I do. Is there anything but dialogue on your mind right now? No, I think. Flowers for the vase. And a puppy for my friend here. And well that's on a notebook is blue and three-fourths the size now. I guess it'll wait. What aren't you doing here again, you? Quotients were a kind of divide they would notice from time to time, etc. After a bit, it became kind of like a two by four, wouldn't you know? Yes. It was odd, in between as well. Parrots are wonkers that trodden donkeys in the street sign on the floor, no. A carrier pigeon. Okay the metal grating, not grating, well anyway, it's just there she pointed to the manhole cover. See? Yes it's not as complicated when you point it she pointed away. Her finger was a little out of control, and she pointed back at herself for effect. Ooh. That's me, or is it her finger jiggled off and hid under a couch in the middle of the grassy park area, where her notebook sat down for itself and began to write. Oh this is better. Materialization is the cornerstone of modern matter, that which is neither and either and never both, or always sometimes, as the maths go, divided or not, AQ. The couch was a velvet sweetity blaywee notebook matching godsend, as leggings were getting extremely lengthy at moments between toes, etc. which one went to the market? The socialist no doubt, oh that was out of turn. Her foot turned, on, and she began to write. And by the time, by the time, try the time, I the rhyme, I sauce, oh. Scratch 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 maybe an airplane. Or like, 100. Po0f that was the better part of handful of pages, with 100 micro airplanes folded and tossed around the couch ground, and her matters crossed her legs, and began to wonder if her legs were then cross. Trained in these matters, was her second smaller notebook, and she dug through her now crystal clear and edgy see-through purse, but only found a slice of gum. Fun? She popped it in her mouth, sideways. Like a harmonica. And it made a sound and she bit chomp when stomp butter butter cry baby won the fiddle and had nothing on this gum, float the numbers. The bubble dared not to burst, and by the time she was floating up she forgot how much gum turned her on, and pulled out a pin from her pocket and burst the bubble like a pop shop stop, and pink went. Everywhere she wrote neatly with a salt packet on a small patch of grass about an one-eighth of a mile from the barf. Now where's Pooch? Oh he's found girl Pooch. Good for him. I hope he gets supper. See you later Pooch. Woof, was the response, from the group, as it was, it was the usual altogetherness which kept them together. Ryan Ryan. Oh people had begun to find the airplanes. And the couch. It'll get ratty soon. When the rats find out and she packed up a bit. There was a mirror, a piece of string, and several more croutons in the notebook. Now what flavor is this? A bit of cheese fell out of her purse and onto the ground. A rat rolled through the small airport and looked quickly and puffed the cheese into a pouch on the left and sunk into the grass. Now the grass, brave little rat, didn't think he'd come out for that. Rat's eyes are glassy filmed as in noir in the nocturnal concrete world, and where did they create? The life of a rat seemed to be unfolding from another section of town, and a rough party that was, tuft hair, and blotted veins in tiny legs and the tail. Well. Call it a tail. It was actually like a piece of carpet, dripping around corners, and idly being non-mildly wild, and pointed was its non-point.
to further the ideological notion which was that trash is food. Yeah I'll keep the one, it thought to itself. A little onomatopoeia was all it needed, for itself this mid-afternoon. What was I doing on the grass, anyway? Looking at the girl's feet, oh yes. Toes. Yes I remember. And then the cheese dropped out of thin-lipped sky, indeed. That always happens when I need cheese. God must love rats, at any rate. No less than five on a dime quarter stopped, backed, turned, and kicked back, handled, and delivered to an end zone for cheese. The best kind of trash, like that novel that she was writing. Oh man. So much as a rat to think, it must be the cheese, again. Password. Yes, rats have passwords, Dumas it thought up as it expected not to receive any more cheese, and none happened. Yep, works every time. The rat smiled and sauntered off into that great thing she spotted about near ten minutes ago. That was our connection. Yes, plonk, and it was gone down under. Odd. Even so. So what's next? I mean. Between facts and leisure. There's not ought to do or time for fondling, you know? I mean where does that lead pipe lead to? Under a siege of something from the sink again, drip the drop of pipe cranky it was too. Well, leave that, oddly ground up as it was, it was used to the chattering. Must be Van Der Waal again, she tapped her pen onto the sink and imagined it speaking down the street to that rat, that had left in not search of more cheese, for another time, etc. The message was queued up. Perhaps the next tap of the pipe, as in turned on or unsettled settlement or place of just argument, would release the watery foul message, or whatever that rat got up to. Hopefully not this pipe. The water fountain was just over there. Its timbre was too in a nod to brief messages of joy, nor sorrow, borrowed, sparrow, fly by try tie tread breadhead gross bodo. Backwards messages, or so she turned around to think through it. No. That's not backwards, it's just a stream. Ooh the fish again. Stupid drought. This isn't a fab, or was it? She reached into her purse, and now pulled out. Well it was a stop sign. Where'd that come from? Over there slightly, as cars came crashing into each other. Oh whoops, she stuffed it back into her purse and the street stains vanished. Careful next time, officer. Wear your seat belt and don't use that leaf foot so much. It talks you know. To rats. Yes, I know ma'am came the reply. You were in the hospital no I'm not. I'm right here. And here. And here. She tore through pages in her notebook, pointing madly. Yes and turn here the officer in white pointed at his head and grinned. Wait that's not right, right? It's a draw. Yes. Oh alright. If you must must I? Yes musty oh and muck fluff. We liked the stop sign in the cleanup, nice one with the furry dye so yes, I forgot she hurried a sketch in the book and looked down expecting cheese. Damn. That never works. Dash dash. So it's about this time, where Mrs. Dash is supposed to come in and tell you how much flavor she has for you, but in reality, well, it is quite good in small packets, designed not to be eaten by hospital staff, never served and searched only by madmen and women who wanted a souvenir, to eat on imaginary tomatoes, and gooey eggs, etc. Plonk. That's your bit, eh? Twelve and a half cents? Where'd you get that? 
Indian Quarter? She looked puzzled. Yeah, it takes two, eh Tango? Strange footlings are under a wet stop muckery again, she took her finger out of her ear. Just radio again, chatter. Character asses were on the line again, or more like in a wave, or on a wave. Or waving, the jaron kind, no that was a repeat. Ding. Dong. Chocolate came to mind, but only as an endorphic rushed pice matter the wish rhyme with wand, and wonder, ponder, alliterized. Okay full stop, that goes back there. Her purse flashed open and everybody stopped. That's cheddar, she smiled, and the pipe winked. It's time to head north, star, on point, for points, or so she thought, 11 by 7, 77, and that's my line. Anyway, it's punch up, and pub sub for the proceeds of a McMuffin, that was a Midwest bit of cow on grass. No rats, no cheese, yet, though partnered on the outside, on a bun, for 59 cents in the 70s, weird combo meal with a metal toy that was eco-friendly, and ran on sentences from snotty kids' hands. Funny them crib wasn't available, but the apple pie was. Not like the movie, unless you're into that sort of thing, which I am, not, though it made for a sequel, seeked, sequenced, and thus is this. A sequence sequenced just a bit more, and less and like the raven, black but shiny specular and hair just invented for a digital version of the silver screen, emollient emollient and sprockets till we dance Dolby, eh? My right is a market in the upper west downward spiral note stock flash card, flashed a woman in the aisle, enjoy this for later. And her top was off, as she walked out into the middle of the street. Just for today, that's what the book said. F-L-L-L-T-L-L-L-T, it replied. Dash. Aquacube you brings forth the tryst next and always for the fly right by writings of fifths of dim sentience and other imular o's in these letters, to be strung like cat god on a violo or hovered above in song about a word that hasn't yet been written, as in Ilmo, and sometimes why? And so here you are again. And we are too. And it's a funny world. When you give time to laugh, or believe that a 